Welcome to a Trucker's Mind Podcast. I'm Eddie McGee. It's your boy, K. Fing. We're back, man. Episode yes, 202. Yes, sir. All right, man. Let's, let's get right into it. But before we start, I gotta, we got to let the people know that this will be a shorter podcast, so we apologize in advance. Mm-hmm. But me and Keith had prior engagements. We had to kind of at the last minute had to get together some content. So, mm-hmm. you know, we apologize for the short, you know, podcast, but we'll do our best to entertain you in this short time that we have your attention. Yeah. All right, let's get right into it. The bro code. I don't think a lot of men have um, the idea of what the bro code is. And when I'm talking about the bro code, I'm not talking about fucking over women and lying and sneaking and doing things like that. I'm talking about respect, the respect code. For example, let's say, for example, I see Keith out with his girlfriend. Me and Keith have a long relationship, right? But if I see him out with his lady somewhere, whether it's a movie or whatever, I'm not trying to hold Keith for 15 minutes and blah, 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 blah. When you see a man out with his lady, keep it short. Yeah. Be respectful. Let that man enjoy his evening with that woman. Mm-hmm. You know, but what a, the problem with a lot of men, though, is men will see you out with your girl or your wife and literally try to be getting attention from the woman you with. They be like, yeah, man, remember, and you may not even know that dude that well, but he'll be like, yeah, man, remember when we used to do this and we used to go over here and this and then you're like, come on, bro. Like, mm-hmm. really? Yeah. And it's it's weird how some men behave around. It's, it's weird how men behave when women come around mm-hmm. or when women are involved. There are some men that will be quiet and be cool. And all of a sudden a woman comes around and they start cracking jokes on you. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've had that happen before they be like oh eddie goofy he was doing this and that and i'm thinking like dude women i think women can see when men do that weird shit i hope so i hope they can yeah because you never look good trying to make me look bad she doesn't want you dude yeah men that have to do that oftentimes the woman ain't even interested in them yeah they just feel by making someone else look bad it will make them look good and it's pathetic I've 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 lost friendships over the way men have conducted themselves around women, mm-hmm. and it just I'm bringing I'm I thought about this just based off the fact I've had many different scenarios happen, and I look at how I conduct myself versus most men. Most men don't know how to control themselves when woman comes in the room. Mm-hmm. It's weird. Nah, that's real. And the thing that and I always point to this when it when when I see people that aren't like self aware enough to know. Um, how they're acting so sometimes with those guys um, I remember a feeling like in um, when I was much much younger but elementary school days when there would be like a um, like a cute girl that came into your class or something like that like maybe you say say I'm like in the fourth grade right and then there's a girl that transfers schools and um She's like the new girl in the class and, you know, she, you know, right. she get her desk set up and everything like that. And maybe yeah. her desk is by the water fountain. So me, you right. know, I get up, go get a drink of water, walk mm-hmm. real smooth, like try to do like. And yeah. that's that's me, like not really operating from a self-awareness standpoint. I'm, right. just, I, I'm just like, yo, this girl's attractive. I try to I'm just trying to get her to notice me in some way, or, uh, shape or form. Um, but I think that there are grown men that still don't really lose that childlike behavior. They don't. And they don't even know that they're doing that. They don't know that when they're getting around a female, they cracking cracking more jokes. They don't know that when they're getting yeah. around a female, they're trying to make you look bad so maybe they could look a little bit better in their yep. eyes. And it's just it's just one of those things where it's a, a lot of people just out here operating without the self-awareness to recognize these things. Yeah. What the hell is that noise? It's a the phone from next door. That's a phone next door that loud? Mm-hmm. What the fuck is going on? Are they having a conference call? No, it's somebody's trying to leave a voicemail. Oh, and the person's not law, here. They, they're lo- there's like a law office. Oh. Small law office over there. Probably somebody calling, please get me out of jail. Please. <laughs> please. I didn't do it. Please. <laughs> I wish the mics would pick that up so bad. I'm in Lyrido, man. Get me out of here. <laughs> they want my butt. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but yeah, ultimately, dude, men, men, we got to do a better job at that, man. Like we, like, like that's why you can still be yourself around some. Like, if a dude's out with his girl or there's other women around, you can be yourself. Just don't be doing too much. Mm-hmm. 
just don't be doing too much, man, because ultimately it's just it comes off as very disingenuous. Yeah. The fact that you want to be the life of the party, but you was quiet the whole time. Mm-hmm. I've had men that literally would not leave. It was, I remember I was at the gym. This happened to me at the gym more than any time. Like, I'll be at the gym with a chick. And actually, one time I was with this girl that we're, it was a platonic relationship. But she's fairly attractive. And we were working out together. And uh, this dude walked up. And he's like, oh, what y'all, what y'all working on, man? What y'all working on? I was like, oh, I'm just getting some back and chest out of here or whatever. And he's like, oh, that's dope, man. So how long y'all, 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 how long y'all been working out? And I'm just like, dude, <laughs> these are irrelevant fucking questions, <laughs> man. Interviewing you in the gym? I'm oh like, dude. God. Wait, one, you shouldn't even hold a long conversation in the gym. No. With just me there. Like, not I'm at all. Like, work out, not have a full-blown conversation. Yeah, I just told him, hey, I'll get back at you, bro. I'll get back at you. And then later, it was another time I went and I wasn't with her at the gym. And he's like, hey, I'm just curious, man. It's like, like that's your girl or nothing? I don't want to be disrespectful. This nigga, man. And I'm like, dude, out of all the women in the world you are infatuated with the one woman that i bring in the gym yeah get it, a fucking life man that's weird like a, a, a competitive thing between guys it is maybe competitive that's fine but truth be told is the type of women that i'm not saying this as a, to be cocky but truth be told i would never bring a woman that i'm with like to certain places if i was not secure that she would be a decent woman yeah I, I that's the type of woman that I deal with. If you're a decent woman and I take you out somewhere, I don't have a fear that you're going to run off with another man. Mm-hmm. I don't have that fear. But like she was just a homegirl. But I've seen that same guy bring women in the gym and never asked him about them. Mm-hmm. And I and here's the thing. And this is going to sound cocky, but I'm being honest. The girls that he would bring to the gym, I would catch them side eyeing me. Mm-hmm. I'd be working out and they'd be like looking like that. But the value, the the level of woman he probably deal with, they ain't shit. <laughs> so they probably want to suck my cock in the fucking gym. Wait a minute. Just because the girls you bring want to be hoes in the gym, that's got nothing to do with me. <laughs> God damn. I'm just being real. We got levels. Just like women deal with sorry loser ass <laughs> men, it's men that deal with sorry loser ass women. Yeah, that's loser behavior. It's dog. loser behavior. Like yeah. that's got nothing to do. And I still have respect for you. Even though you brought these women with loose morals to the gym, yeah. I never once said, oh, uh, so, hey, is that your girl? Like, I don't care. There are millions of women in the world. I'm not going to be trying to pounce on another man's lady. Mm-hmm. That's that's no. No, thanks. Yeah. Especially if I know if I don't know a person and I and because I've dealt with women before accidentally and didn't yeah. know that they had a man because yeah. some women do a good job at lying. Mm-hmm. But. Like, I'm not going to be doing that. I just think overall we'll, we'll kill this topic. But I just think men need to stop being so infatuated with the idea of any woman that comes in the room. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, I mean, we, we, we have eyes. We, we know what's attractive. And we can't necessarily help what we're attracted to. Right. But it's okay to just leave it at that. You know? Yeah. There's a lot of attractive women in the, in the gym. And there's no – and one, one thing, too, like um, – it's it's weird that scenario is weird in general, but it's also weird that like there's a bunch of other attractive women in the gym, but the only one that you're trying to talk to is the exactly. one that you know the one that I'm out in here working out with. I think what it is too is based on respect. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think you respect me. That's what uh, I think it is. I got you. Yeah. As a man, you don't respect me, so you think that you could just you know come over there and try to get noticed by the woman I'm with. Because you don't you you don't have first of all, you don't have integrity and you don't respect me enough to go about your business. You think that whatever I deal with could just be, you know, infiltrated. Mm-hmm. But truth be told, I would whoop your ass. Like, yeah. You know? yeah, <laughs> but it's 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 crazy how people men move based off respect. Men have this weird false masculinity. Mm-hmm. If you could take another man's girl, that's not masculinity. You just a piece of shit. Yeah. That's you know it has nothing to do. It's, it's, it's you're more so operating from an egotistical standpoint. Yeah, yeah. It's it's all ego. It's yeah. all I've seen. I have seen many men out with women that were gorgeous, and it's obvious. You know they got their stomach out. They got flat stomach, big old booty, big old breasts, very pretty. And I don't even look at them. Yeah. When I talk to the homie and he with a girl like that, I say, "Hey man, you have a good workout," and I walk right the fuck off. Yeah. I don't gawk, I don't gawk at the lady and be looking all at her booty and shit. I go about my business. Yeah, man. You know, not and even if I don't respect somebody, I'm still gonna have respect for him because mm-hmm. that's how adults move. Yeah, that's how 
that's how you move when you actually have some form of morals. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people don't. And it's a lot of women that don't respect relationships, too, now. It's mm-hmm. women out there that'll be a married man, but they'll be in his DMs like, oh, my God, I love your shirt. Like, you look, mm-hmm. dang, you got a little stronger. You look a little buffer. Dang. Oh, it's women that will be in a married man's DMs. You know how many single women fuck married men? A lot. Yeah, yeah. A lot of women. They'll say men ain't shit and go fuck a married man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But it's like, yo, we got to, as men, we got to do better. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm not. It'd definitely be a lot. Yeah. I, I, yeah, it'd be a lot of women out here doing the same, the same type of things. One hundred percent. I even hate the narrative that cheating is only equated to a man. Yeah, that's bad. That's yeah. bad, and we we got to cut that out. Yeah. But what I will say is, women are less likely to do what men do when a woman enters the room. I think a man is likely to be more competitive and disrespectful. You know, yeah. Versus a woman is more likely to do little slick stuff mm-hmm. like, you know, try to catch the man's eye across the room mm-hmm. or like try to bump into him and be like playing with her hair when she's talking to him. Yeah, I think I think even because I mean, attraction, like I said, we can't help it. But I think oftentimes like the way a woman um, communicates attraction in, in that in that scenario is is a lot different. So the guy, he may be like. Say even if it's your somebody like you said your friend or your not really your friend but an acquaintance, he may be like always trying to joke around or be funny or be the loud person in the room when you when y'all in 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 a scenario where you're hanging out with your girl, but right. like I think a, a woman oftentimes would be uh, show admiration from uh, from a different standpoint. So right. they'd be like, "Man, I love you guys' relationship," or like, "You guys re- look really good." Yeah, together, stuff like that's that. so. Yeah, but niggas be like. Nigga, yo, shoot. What, nigga, where you get those shoes? It's like, why are you trying to be so funny right yeah, now? Yeah, why are you trying to be so funny? Why are you being so loud? You turn mm-hmm. in, you, you, you're not very funny, but now all of a sudden you're a comedian since I've brought this. Yes, obviously, a, this, I've brought this very attractive woman around, and yeah. now now you want to be Dave Chappelle all of a sudden, <laughs> motherfucker. Shut the fuck up. I know one guy, that nigga do stand-up material when if you bring a, a female around. That's so terrible. Yeah. That's and it, ter- sa- it sounds like it. And the thing about it too is like, that what it, all I would do is this: when when a man is doing all this nonsense, what I would do is just sit back, not say anything, and just pay attention to how my lady reacts to it. Yeah, you know, if she's like entertaining, like oh my god, that's so great, you know, so and so, and I'm just like, okay, so you don't see what's going on here, do you? Yeah, this yeah. is this is definitely gonna be a problem. Yeah, you know, but you gotta it, move different, man. Like I think yeah. like. That, that whole competitive thing or like I can still Mr. Stilio like we talked about Trey Songs like Mr. Stilio girl like all that all that stuff is so childish yeah Trey Songs got a lot more to worry about than Mr. Stilio girl yeah yeah he gonna he gonna end up in prison soon yeah it's gonna be Mr. yeah Mr. Stilio butt <laughs> it's Mr. Stilio butt <laughs> yeah that yeah. was comedy alright switching gears uh, the money challenge. I don't know how many people have caught this lately, but there have been people spreading money on the floor and spelling things out with it. Yeah. Um, I don't know why people are doing this, but I've seen two challenges. I've seen one where they spelled a very short word because they didn't have a lot of money. And then I've seen, a, <laughs> then I seen, an, I seen another one where the dude spelled something out, but he had like a 5, 20, 50, a 10. I'm like, bro, like, stop. You ain't even got enough fucking money to do the challenge <laughs> like u- ultimately this is the thing they words was like lowercase yeah it'd be lowercase <laughs> lowercase would be like i'm balling or just say instead of i'm you ain't got enough money to put i am so you just put balling b-a-l-l-i-n you ain't got enough dollars for the apostrophe and, yeah yeah and then the i you just put a one dollar bill down there for the i <laughs> people crazy here's a here's the reason why it's important to never fucking do this because I don't ever want to give people the idea that I've got it like that. Yeah, I work a regular job. I I'm I work. I make a decent living. I do okay. I'm not rich. I'm the opposite of rich. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm the other way. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't ever want people thinking that I got money like that. That's so stupid. Because at the end of the day, the th- the product that you put on the internet, people are going to hold you to that in reality. So if a woman wants you to take her to the most expensive place, she's not being a gold digger. She's just matching your energy. You put your money on the internet, bro. That's on you. Yeah. The, the, the best you're getting out of me is uh, Applebee's or BJ's. I'm not, you know what I'm saying? Maybe Tahoe Joe's too, you know? <laughs> but like Tahoe Joe's, that's for the girlfriend. That's for the, the girlfriend or the wife right there. 
Yeah, Tahoe Joe's is dumb expensive. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm not telling you. Yeah, some girl. Uh, uh, shout out to Regina, man. She um said, "What about Tahoe Joe's?" I'm just thinking, like, uh, no, I'm not doing that. <laughs> you get, you gotta, you gotta graduate from BJ's, <laughs> and then I get you to Tahoe Joe's. That's hilarious. It's levels to this shit. Yeah, Tahoe Joe's. You gotta be like. For sure, wifey material, yeah. engaged, yeah. long-term relationship. I take you to Sloppy Joe's. <laughs> you ain't getting no Tahoe Joe's right now. <laughs> I remember um, I remember. Uh, I was, this This the fucked up thing. I went to, I took this chick to BJ's and um, it was it was so many people and it was so packed that we couldn't go. Mm-hmm. So I ended up going to P.F. Chang's. Oh, okay. Which was not, but you know, P.F. Chang's is like, it's a step up from BJ's because they cost a little more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not super expensive. The food but, is different too, right? Yeah, but it do cost a little more. Mm-hmm. PF Chains ain't bad though. It's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. we went long long time ago. Yeah. Like when I first got back to uh Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That yeah. PF Chains ain't bad, but I was mm-hmm. kinda like, oh man, I was trying to this is I could have accomplished the same thing with BJ's, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Spent less money, huh? Yeah. You got a better return on your investment. Oh, yeah, I definitely. Financially literate. Yeah, I definitely got a return. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was the funny thing is, I remember I was taking this, I was taking this chick out, mm-hmm. and dude, she I'm positive she made significantly more money than I did. Yeah. You know, she worked in the the medical field as mm-hmm. a nurse, right? But the thing is, is like, I paid for everything every time we went out. Mm, that's a, I went low key. That's a red flag to me. Yeah, like the the people, and it's kind of hard to equate like um, one small instance into like their whole entire person. But the um, women that I've got along with, like for the most part, like in my, in my lifetime are all women that will reach for mm. the, um, and even I, not necessarily even on like a romantic level, but right. just a friendship level. Like if we go out and, you know, get some breakfast or something like that or whatever, I don't drink coffee, but if you, I hate coffee, coffee, you know, the women would be like, Oh, let me take care of it. And then, you know, me, sometimes I'd be like, handle it. Or, you know, most of the time I'll say like I got it, you know. But Yeah, hundred percent. You know what's weird about me and Keith? Sometimes I don't realize we have some of the same like uh interests or habits. Mm-hmm. Like I don't fuck with coffee. Keith don't fuck with coffee. Yeah. Um McDoubles both make us sick. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we talked about that. Yeah. yeah. I remember you said something like I ain't never had COVID, but I know what a McDouble feel like. <laughs> That's for sure, COVID. Yeah, variant of COVID. Yeah, that's a mid COVID right there. <laughs> no, yeah. the other day I was down downstairs and um, we were shooting this ad for the for the app. Um, mm-hmm. So me and Joy, we put together like this little small story to go go like, go add a little more context to the app. Just about yeah. So I mean, you know, um, most people may not even know, but yeah, I have a songwriting app to where like our um, rappers, singers, songwriters, whatever. Like you can uh, write lyrics in the app. You can save them, you know, to your uh, to to a cloud. Um, you could record uh, little voice notes. You can upload instrumentals. Say you get a um, you purchase an instrumental from a producer mm-hmm. or whatever. You could upload it straight into there. And you could write all in all in the same app. Um, so it's pretty it's pretty handy. And um, I app, think it's, the app has a name, right? Yeah, it's called a, my bad. It's called Apollo Sixteen. So um, <laughs> one thing that I realized too is that uh, there's this interface, um, and it goes the the name of it is a uh, the one that I have is Apollo Twin X, um, but they actually have an Apollo Sixteen version of that. Mm. Um, but the comp, I, I think it's okay um, because the companies are not in the same field technically. Oh, okay, um, but. I just I, I realized that the other day, but um, <clears throat> so basically, yeah, I have a songwriting app. Like you know, if any musicians out there, you could go look look it up on the on the app store and stuff. Um, so we're shooting this commercial to help promote it because it's finally in a space where um, you know, I, I feel like you know, it's it's good enough to to put out there into the world. So I'm downstairs on the Friday night, and you know, Friday night downtown, it's actually pretty live. Like I, if I was not now, but maybe if I was like, like late forties or something like that. There's some decent like spots out here. I mean, not late forties, but late, late, late thirties. There's some decent spots downtown where um, 
you know, you could go out to eat with your girl or something like that. Um, if you just, you, you know, you just want to get away from the kids or something like that. There's some different spots popping up that are like, you know, pretty, pretty upscale. Um, and like downtown is starting to look a little bit, a little bit more lively. Right. Right. Um, so it'd be cars like packed outside of the office and whatnot. So um, I parked like a little bit further down and me and me and my boy Joey were driving around and we went to grab some food and then we kind of pull up to next to my car because I'm like, hey, I need to get some uh, stuff out of the car to bring up to for the shoot. And um, excuse me, I I grabbed like some clothes and then a box of shoe, uh, shoe box. And there's this guy that's walking by, excuse me, this black dude with like a sweater on. He looked like um, to me, I didn't I didn't catch much of him. I just got a glimpse of him. It was, I just seen a black dude with like some dark clothes on and a sweater, and uh, like I uh, I locked the door and then I closed it. The um, I closed the the car door and I hopped in the car with Joey. He's African American. They had to do was yeah, and he was uh he was like, hey man, that's your car, and I was like, nah, and then I just drove off, and then uh he walked over to like one of the restaurants, and me and Joey was talking and he was like. He's like, why did he ask? Like, why did he ask you that? And I was like, I don't know. Because in my mind, I was like, is he asking me that? Because if uh, if it's not my car, he think the car is free game. He I don't think, know. He think like, you know, that that's the initial thought that went through my head. Because I was like, that's a super random question. Was he, was he, did, did he support Black Lives Matter? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Right. So. Fast forward, we get over here, we park, and then the guy is like kind of talking to somebody at the restaurant. He's kind of standing outside. And then I go upstairs, and uh, Joey's like, uh, let me wait outside to see if he's going to, because he, Joey's like, he he thinking a totally different thing for me. He like, uh, I think he might like try to call the police on you, bro. And I'm like, uh, I was like, I don't know. I'm like, I'm not doing nothing wrong. I just didn't want to, like, he's asking me this question for no reason. Um, so I go upstairs and Joey waits downstairs and then he sees the guy having a conversation with like one of the managers at the restaurant. He's like, Hey, I think he's basically telling him, Hey, I think somebody's stealing out of that car down there. Um, you know, I, I, should I call the police or whatnot? And then I think one of the guys that was like at the spot, maybe see me around or something like that. So he let him know that that's his car that he was getting into. Um, but I, I kind of felt some type of way because I'm like, dog, like, First of all, like, why you're black? Why are why are you stereotyping me? You know what I mean? It's a bunch of people downtown that are like getting in and out of cars and in, in in different shapes and forms. Like, why you being another black person are you like essentially accusing me of stealing out of somebody's car? So, yeah, yeah, oh, man. Keith's uh, Keith's story was a little long winded there. I want to apologize to everybody that uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm playing. I've got to get it off your chest sometimes. Yeah. Nah. But do you, what do you, like what do you think? What do you, do you think he was like uh like do you think that's the conversation me and Joey were having like was he doing a good thing or was he being like like was he just being too like too much in other people's just you need to go about your business. Yeah. I, I think that there's sometimes you need to include yourself. But for the most part you need to stay the fuck out of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think some people feel like they they feel this moral obligation to always be in the middle of something. Yeah, that, that could get you hurt sometimes. That's what. I, that's my thing. Because yeah. what what if he said, "Hey, is this your car?" and then you just hit him with a baseball bat? <laughs> <laughs> it's like you. I mean, you got to see this stuff coming, man. People mm-hmm. are crazy. Mm-hmm. The, literally, do I? I swear. Literally the other day, it was on Thursday. Mm-hmm. I was going. I was on Highway 395. There was a guy in front of me. Well, no, there was a guy that was. It was a it was a truck behind me and then it was a car behind him. And you you know how the lane starts to merge but it closes into one lane? Mm-hmm. There'll be an arrow telling you that that, that lane is ending. Mm-hmm. This motherfucker sped past the truck, then tried to speed past me. I almost hit him. I blow my air horn and then he brake checks me. Mm-hmm. He slams on his brakes. Mind you, I'm in a tanker. Luckily I'm empty, but I'm in a tanker and he slammed his brakes, starts flipping me off and dude had tattoos all on his face and shit. Can you imagine what that guy probably was into? Yeah, you people are crazy. You need to mind nah, your fucking business. Yeah, man. Like you just, yeah. That's that's my biggest thing. Like we talked about it before. Like if you see some sort of domestic violence or you see an altercation, I was even having a conversation 
with my uncle because he was talking about punching somebody in the face. And I was like, man, I'm too old to break up a fight. So y'all just going to have to, you know, fight. And then, you know, hopefully nobody gets yeah. hurt too badly. But I am not breaking up no fights. I'm not joint, jumping in and no altercations. Because yeah, imagine this. Imagine some guy's beating some dude up and then you break it up. Be like, oh, you want to break up the fight? Exactly. And now he beating you up. Yeah. That'll be fucked mm-hmm. up. But yeah, we jumped off topic, man. Mm-hmm. We're talking about people spreading money on the ground. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> God damn. Yeah, but yeah, this is stupid. Stop doing this shit, man. Yeah. I think that it's more impressive as a human being when you have your money wrapped up in investments. Mm. Or you have your money wrapped up into a business that you're growing. You know, things of that nature. I don't need to see you spread money on the ground. In fact, I think that when you got money up to your ear like this, you ain't got enough money. What I'm gonna do is I'm gonna do a uh, I'm gonna spread my NFTs on the ground. Yeah, <laughs> challenge. No. Yeah, man. Hey, yeah. man. I actually got you a freaking gift yesterday, but it, oh, it's thanks. it's something small. Mm-hmm. There is a collector's item Pepsi that came out. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've seen it. Mm-mm. It's in a can. It's in a, like a little titanium can, mm-hmm. and it's from Pepsi, and it's got the Super Bowl like uh, Super Bowl graphics engraved in it. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's got like uh, Los Angeles and says Super Bowl X and Y. Fire. All yeah, of that. Yeah. So I was like, this is something that I'm not gonna drink. Obviously, mm-hmm. I'm gonna keep that bottle. Yeah. I'm gonna leave the contents in it and unopened, and probably in the next twenty or more years, it'll be worth something. Man. Yeah, and LA I figured Super Bowl. That's fire. Yeah, I figured especially a person that gets into vintage stuff like you yeah. are, this would be something to be to have. You know what would be dope if uh, you know the guy that does the. Um, he de- he be eating like thirty year old. Exactly, yeah, exactly, <laughs> that yeah. That would be crazy. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I, but if he but he won't be around by then. <laughs> this motherfucker drinking twenty year old sodas. Yeah. yeah, his name is L.A. Beast. If you mm-hmm. guys go to go to YouTube and look up L.A. Beast, it's very mm-hmm. entertaining content. Mm-hmm. There's a guy. He's I think he's one year older than me. I think he's thirty seven mm-hmm. or thirty eight. And, you know, growing up in the 90s, we had some, like, classic snacks and foods and things of that nature that came out. Mm-hmm. And uh, Doritos back in the day, like, right now, Doritos are, they have a, the edges of them are rounded. But back in the day, they were yeah, sharp. sharp yeah. And a lot of people were complaining of getting fucking stabbed in the mouth of Doritos, and that's why they changed them. Mm-hmm. So he had an old bag of Doritos that still had the pointed corners, and it was, like, probably a 20-year-old bag of oh. chips. And he opened it, and, he, and when he describes how these things smell, he's like, this smells like um, chemicals and um, a sheep's ass. <laughs> and then he'll eat it, and he, he drank some old – you remember, um, you remember um, Crystal Pepsi back in the day? Yeah. I'm not talking about the rebrand that they made recent. I'm talking about the one OG. from over 23 years ago. Mm-hmm. And um, – no, it's well over 20. We're talking we're almost 30 years ago. We're talking oh 28 gosh. 28 year old soda Mm -hmm. he was drinking that um he was drinking fucking uh what's another one oh i think he had if i'm not mistaken he had a super old mountain dew or something like that Uh, yeah probably back in the day two liters the way two liters of soda look now look they look way different in the 90s back in the day they had a plastic shroud underneath it i don't know if you remember that Mm mm-hmm Okay, like a two liter back in the day. Imagine this. Imagine, okay, you see how two liters look, and at the bottom they have like ridges underneath them. Mm-hmm. But back in the day, they would shove the whole two liter into a plastic shroud. It be it was like a circular shroud, mm-hmm. and it and it was plastic, and it was underneath it. Mm. And that's what two liters came in back in the day. I don't know why, mm-hmm. but yeah. Um, and there were certain things, man. I don't want to go on about this because I'm jumping off topic again. But Little Caesars today, for me, it tastes like shit. Mm. But in the early 90s, oh, my God, it was amazing. Really? Dude, Little Caesars used to have pizza parlors back in the day. Mm. Arcades, all kind of shit. Yeah. And um, I remember they had a pizza. It was called uh, it was called Bigfoot Pizza. It was pizza by the foot. So we're talking 1990, 91. Mm-hmm. And in 91, they had pizza by the foot. And it was a pizza that was like, I forgot. I think it was like three feet. Mm-hmm. It's a three-foot pizza, man. At Little Caesars? Yeah. And it came in a big, long, it was a, a white sack, like a plastic sack, and it was uh, cut into squares. And then they had Crazy Bear, and the Crazy Bear was real crazy back in the day. <laughs> like, right now, this shit is just regular little breadsticks. But back in the day, that shit was crazy. <laughs> Did you know that the owner of Little Caesars paid Rosa Parks uh, rent Mm-mm. for many years? That's so crazy. Yeah, that still didn't Shout make. Shout out to him, man. Shout out to them for t- for taking care of Rosa Parks so she yeah. can live in a good area. But even with even though they support Rosa, now they pizza tastes like a pressure. 
Yeah, they pizza tasted like straight racism. Yeah, I ain't gonna front. I still be eating it though, so I'm not gonna get on here and be roasting. As soon as, if you as, catch me at Little Caesar, as soon as I eat a slice of Little Caesar pizza, I just walk straight to the back of the bus. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as I eat Little Caesars, I could just hear people calling me niggers. <laughs> they have the worst. They do have the uh, the worst ingredients though, because it yeah. you just feel terrible after you eat little seasons. Yeah, I, I I just I feel like I got COVID all over again when I eat that <laughs> shit. Yeah, it's just not good pizza, man. And yeah. that's just my opinion. A lot of you guys were like, "No, I love Little Caesars. It's good." I can see Little Caesars like I don't know what ownership looks like, um, but if they did like a rebrand, because their brand is so strong that people, you know, Little Caesars, as far as the pizza game goes, they. One of the most popular ones, Little but, Caesars. Is, but if they just, you know, got some better quality uh, tomatoes and dough and stuff like that, they can make a comeback. Little Little Caesars look like Little Caesars is look like the type of company that emerged with an, with another company that got nothing to do with pizza. Like, yeah, I, for I, sure. I can see Little Caesars merging with like Blackberry or some shit. Little Caesars <laughs> would merge with like, yeah, for sure. Blackberries don't even work no more, yo. Yeah. <laughs> Rest in peace to Blackberry. Try the new Blackberry pizza. <laughs> Only for a limited time. Get a massage and get some pizza. Do you want your cock suck? <laughs> Come on down to Little Caesars <laughs> Cock and Suck. <laughs> for a limited time only. <laughs> they partner with Deja Vu. Oh, it'd be crazy. <laughs> they merged with the exotic kitty. <laughs> Do you like titties and pizza? <laughs> That's wild. Come on down and enjoy a slice. That's a wild combo. Yeah, titties and pizza. Yeah, that, yeah, that'd be crazy. That'd be a good name for a bar. Titties and pizza. They just imagine if there was like, I don't know. It, I think it would be successful. Like Hooters, like a Hooters type of vibe. But it'd be like a real. First of all, I think that if the, the objective is this: if you got titties, right, and you got women dancing around naked, and me, I'm not a fan of strip clubs. I'm not. I'm really not. I don't. I don't like to just sit there and see women naked. Yeah. Like I like I like actually seeing real women naked. Yeah. I'm not saying that those aren't real women, but I mean real women as like in, that you can yeah, yeah, that I in actually engage with. Yeah, for sure. Um but if you do cuz I know how most men think and most men will pay money for this. Mm-hmm. Um and even women, women love seeing other women naked. Women love other women's bodies. Yeah, for sure. But imagine a place that is like a, a strip club, mm-hmm. but they make amazing fucking food. Just like is, is it more of a restaurant or is it more of a strip club? It is a fusion restaurant, which mm-hmm. means like there will be beautiful women in there naked, and then there will be a pizza parlor. And obviously, I don't even I don't even know if you need to split those things up. I think you should just have the titties and the pizza like right next you know, to each other. You know, you know what would be dope, and I don't know if they have this type of thing, but it it could you could just have like the you know how they be having the women in the regular club just yeah. dancing on the light boxes or whatever yeah, yeah yeah say you have a woman up there dancing you know they take however shifts shifts like hour-long shifts or whatever and then it's more of a restaurant setting uh, but the women just got their tops off maybe they yeah. walk around with only it. thing that would ruin it is i just don't think men would be respectful enough i think it would be too many men trying to grab grab on them and shit yeah that's the thing. Like, mm-hmm. and, and I'm not trying to say that men as a whole are dogs and disrespectful, but I know that there's enough men that would not be able to control themselves. But that, I mean, it, I'm, I get they it's be, similar to Hooters, though. Like, they're not topless, but you know, they walk yeah. around with them short shorts. But on. I think it would be bad at the at the topless place with pizza because it'd be people with a slice of pizza in his hand and he jack it off with the other hand. Dang. Yeah. They're like, you can't do that here, sir. You got to get out. <laughs> that man is nasty. I paid my money. <laughs> yeah but yeah i mean there's security guards you can yeah yeah we're, we're all over the place with this one but yeah ultimately the money challenge is stupid mm-hmm. and uh we'll go ahead and move on from this yeah save but, your money i mean also like just the uh like you said the idea of posting money is just is very weird to me um and i think when you have money just sitting around like that um, it's more, it's better served to, you know, try to invest that money into something that's, you know, gonna, gonna benefit you in the end. Hundred percent. Yeah, not on Instagram. That's not gonna do anything for it's you. Not, it's not gonna do nothing. <coughs> not to mention, likes don't make you money. So if you're posting these things for likes, right? You're posting money on the floor, sp- spelling out words. Those likes don't make you money. Some of y'all niggas need to learn how to spell too. Oh my god. <laughs> 
<laughs> you need to learn the difference between there, there, and there. <laughs> yeah, funny. I hate when people say like, "I'm tired of all these people." They don't the like uh, uh, people over there be tripping, but they'll be like, <laughs> they'll be they'll put people over there. T H uh what is it? T H E I R. That's how they spell it. One 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 thing that I see oftentimes is like could have. It's could. It's a. Uh, what is the conjunction of could have, right? Right, right. But some people put could and then of. I could of. Yeah, that's that a lot. That, that's that's not. Yeah, that's not proper English. Yeah. So. Yeah, there. we just gotta. You know what I'm saying? But the the hard part is we stop learning uh, grammar pretty early in school. Yeah, they just assume we supposed to know after yeah, a while. Yeah, and people be forgetting stuff, especially now that we're texting so often. You know, you see a lot of just misspelled words. I think what kills me is when people write run-on sentences. That mm-hmm. shit kills me. Mm-hmm. It's like I don't see one comma or period, and it just be one long ass. It'd be like, I hate it when you go to the store, and then people are always tripping on you, and then everybody talks about you behind your back, and then when you go to aisle five to get frozen food, mm-hmm. and nobody help you out, and then you go, you be like, damn, motherfucker, mm-hmm. with a comma or period? No, sometimes I didn't even put the and in there. It's just oh, like, I hate it when I go to the store. People be tripping in the store, man. I'm tired of these niggas, man. It's just like, it just be like, <laughs> <laughs> but no, you messed up because you, you, what it is is whatever you pause, that's where the commas should go. Yeah, 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 yeah. They just right. be like this. I'm tired of going to the store, man. Nobody tripping on me and I don't know what's going on, but the people bad at me and I don't feel how, that's what a run on sentence looks like. In their head, it makes sense. I can, I can, I can see how when somebody is typing that out and they're not worried about punctuation, how it could make sense in their head, but. It don't make sense to nobody else. Like you got to write for other people, not bro. Other. I've seen people post like they try to post motivational stuff, or they post about success, or grinding, or working hard. But I'm like, I hear you, bro. Mm-hmm. But and I appreciate how hard you grinded. But nigga, you didn't use one comma, yeah, or one period. You need a grind in a literature book. Yeah, illiteracy is not good. Yeah, yeah. I, I think uh, I think you you better suited that you grinding. I get it, but. Um, when you don't know the difference between there, there, and there, I don't know how hard you grind it, sir. <laughs> if you work in any form of business and you have to write a short letter or something like that, that could kill your business. Yeah. If you write somebody a letter like, hey, I genuinely apologize for the inconvenience earlier regarding this or that, but then you write one long run on sentence, the person reading it is like, I'm never doing business with this person again. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm never doing business with them again. Especially when it's money on the line, you want to communicate with people that because com- part of communication is understanding how to, uh, you know, put put a sentence together properly or you know spell words correctly. Yeah, and also you don't even know you don't even need to know how to put these things together uh, from the top of your head because we got things like Google. True, I, bro. You know how many times I go to Google when I forget how to spell something? Yeah, even it can be a simple word. I'll just look it up. Because mm-hmm. a I don't lot want... of times, sorry to cut you You're off, good. but a lot of times the simple words be like because um, sometimes we don't we don't see certain words spelled out. We just use them in our regular life, and it'd be a simple word, and uh, you'd be like, "Dang, like how do you actually spell this?" I I, mm-hmm. I can remember like certain times when like I first had seen. Um, a word spelled and i'm like dang how do you spell that so yeah yeah it happens happens to the best of us man but i mean what happens is you know how to spell the word but sometimes you have a brain fart Mm -hmm. i feel like our brain reaches a certain capacity where we have to refresh things that we haven't revisited in a long time yeah if i if i was to have to take an aptitude test right now with you know with all different types of math i would be missing a lot of shit Mm -hmm. i hate math Mm -hmm. i hate it man yeah Especially like stats and shit. I'm, yeah. not, I'm not a big fan of it. Mm-hmm. You know what's funny is when you get older and, and you're in the, in the actual math uh, that you that you start taking starts getting more difficult. Like when you're a kid, they give you examples like on the left side of the sheet mm-hmm. of how to like do the work. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember that, mm-hmm. but as you get older, it just be like find x. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no example. Find find y. You'd be yeah. like, nigga, where? Yeah, <laughs> I thought we was doing math. Why are all these letters adding stuff? Up, yeah, man. yeah. Yeah. Find Z. Yeah, it go from zero to 100 real quick when you're taking math. Yeah, the, the language starts to become very short. Like, find uh, is like divided by pi, divided by this. And mm. then niggas be like, why are they talking about food on here? Yeah. 
Niggas <laughs> <laughs> be dumb. Yeah. 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 People, if you if you ask the average adult, like, um, what is the 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 numeric um version of pi? Mm-hmm. They'd be like, what what you mean? What is that? <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's definitely when you start to get into algebra two, calculus, yeah. pre-calculus. That's when it starts to. It's not even math no more. It's like it's like a whole different. Yeah, yeah they bringing in Greek letters and stuff. I'm like, nah. Yeah, they, nah. <laughs> I'm not a part of a fraternity. What the <laughs> fuck is this shit? <laughs> <laughs> they expect you to come through stomping. <laughs> what is Alpha Kappa Beta <laughs> divided by uh, Zebra K? You be like, nigga, what the fuck is this shit? <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. If I'm not mistaken, the pi is three point one four. Correct. Yeah. Well, yeah. it's actually uh, like a. It doesn't really end. It ends like three point one four zero eight seven zero 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 zero. It just keeps going. Yeah, yeah. it's like an infinity number. Mm-hmm. But like the short end is three point one four, correct? Yeah, you round it to three point one four. Yeah, that's a trip, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, yeah. I, I, you know, the thing about it too. This is why I mentioned before, and people would be like, "That's fucked up." This is why I have to be with a woman who is intelligent, mm-hmm. because. Whenever the kids ask me for help, I'll just be like, your mom's a smart one. Ask her. Ah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go ask your mom. She's a smart yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. I don't have the luxury of doing that because I'm smarter than, um, no, I'm just playing. Oh, boy, you better <laughs> fucking stop, boy. You better stop, boy. <laughs> oh. All right. Switching gears. Um, Our diet and, our diet and dating life are the same and I, I i put i made this correlation because let's think about this the food we tend to eat is the food that we like not the food that's best for us mm-hmm. so for example if i see some tacos right and then i see some brown rice um uh freaking broccoli and ground turkey i'm more likely going to choose the tacos because i like them more than that mm-hmm. so we tend to eat what we like Instead of what's healthy for us. Mm -hmm. That's the same way we date. And no one wants to admit it. But it's the truth. Mm -hmm. When people date people. They don't date them based on what's best for them. Mm -hmm. When a man is. Most times when a man meets a woman. He doesn't say man. She'd be a great mom. Man I would love to introduce her to my parents. She's somebody that I could come home to. Mm -hmm. No it's like yo. Brenda got some big titties. Brenda do got big titties. Brenda got some big old titties. (laughs) That's the, it's weird. It's sad. That's a childlike metric that we use, but it's true. And it's the same thing with women. It'll be like instead of a woman thinking like, oh, you know what? He'd be a great father. Mm-hmm. You know, he'd be a great leader. He'd be a yeah. great. He'd be a great provider. I would love to introduce him to my parents. It's like he kind of looked like Chris Brown a little bit. <laughs> like it's it's so sad, but it's the truth. Mm-hmm. Do you know how many times I've been like whether I've been on a date and then when I'm walking her to her car, she'll be like, oh, where did you park at? Where did you park? And I'll be like, oh, I parked over there. They're not asking me where I parked because they're curious of where I parked. Yeah. They're asking me to see what kind of car I drive. Mm-hmm. I've said that's happened to me multiple times. Women use stupid childhood metrics to find men and wonder why they relationships suck. Mm-hmm. Same way men do it. Men are not men, like if, if you ask the most men what the best quality in a woman is, they, they'll they'll make up something later. Like, yeah, she real cool. She laid back, blah, blah, blah. But truth be told, she got big titties, and that's why your stupid ass is with her. Yeah. And it's sad, and we need to stop doing it. Mm-hmm. There are men and women that date like they 19, but they 35. Mm-hmm. And it's the truth. They'll be like, oh, she's cute. It's like literally attraction is the main metric. Mm-hmm. I feel like it should, attraction should be, uh, I guess, a metric initially. But like the thing that keeps you involved for extensive amount of time. Mm-hmm has nothing to do with that it has nothing with what a person drives it has nothing to do with how big a, a woman's booty or her breasts or how big a man's penis is or or what or how good the sex like it has to do with much deeper things than that yeah and this is what we do and our diet is the same way we eat the shit we like not what's best for us and that's the exact same way we date yeah yeah i think um, yeah, I get it to a certain extent because, you know, you obviously want to be attracted to someone you're dating. But um, there are like there are many attractive people in the world. And I think there's probably I guess if you could boil it down to like somebody that 
um, you're willing to spend the rest of your life with, like on a percentage base, it's probably like a fraction of a percent that you could, you know, I don't necessarily, I don't know if I believe in like this, like that, that there's only like one ideal partner for you in the world just yeah. because it's a billion, you know, depending on your sexuality, it's like billions of people out mm-hmm. there in the world. Um, but I, I think that if we started to, um, pay more attention to the things outside of the, the physical stuff, um, you know, intelligence or, um, emotional intelligence, or like you said, like, you know, kind of putting your partner or thinking about your partner in a way where it's like, would she be a good, would she be a good mom with this? Like if, right. if I happen to God forbid, lose a limb or something like that. Is she going to be able to hold down the bills for X amount of months till I could, you know, get, get back on, get back on my feet. Uh, (laughs) um, Say, um, you know, how, how is this person going to um, handle my emotions when somebody passes away? And, and, you know, just thinking about those type of things, like that's the type of, of conversations we should have. I think, a lot of times what happens is we don't necessarily um, mature emotionally a lot of times. I think that like when we're 18, 19 years old, I think that's just natural for us or even younger than that. That's natural for us to just, um, I don't even think kids are even thinking about that. As a teenager, you just want to date the girl that's like really attractive. You don't, you don't even have the mental capacity to think far ahead enough to be like, is this going to be the person that, you know, um, is going to be a great mother or is, you know, she going to have a great job in X amount of years, whatever. Like you're just thinking about, dang, this girl look good. I want her to be my girlfriend. But <clears throat> as you get Eddie and, you know, Eddie's age and myself, right. um, we have to start, we got, there's real repercussions to like yes. dating just terrible people. Yes. You know what I mean? And I think that, you know, um, there is not really a correlation between, how good a person looks and how good of a person they are. A hundred million percent. Yeah. So I think we just got to be, we just got to start being mindful. And and then also too, like with maturity comes um, the idea that your partner doesn't necessarily have to be the most attractive person. A hundred percent. And you, and it's, you know, as we get older and more mature, we, we have to learn to be okay with that. A hundred percent. That's a great point too. I think that when a person looks decent, but they not, they not, you gotta understand this is, this is me speaking to men more specifically with this statement is the woman that you are going to be with that you really like does not have to be one of these BBL big old titties, um, Instagram model looking people. That's not real. That's not what women look like, bro. Mm-hmm. That's not what women look like. Mm-hmm. The woman that might be good for you for the rest of your life might have a little bit of gut. Yeah, She might not have a big butt. She might not have big titties. Mm-hmm. She might not be super fine. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. I, I think that when you run away from that is when you are running straight to the wrong woman. Mm-hmm. And for women, women talk about all this shit about a woman's intuition, like, a woman just knows. She knows. No, you don't. Y'all don't know shit. Why do you keep choosing the same sorry motherfuckers if you really got real women's intuition? Your intuition should have told you that you choosing the same raggedy-ass men that you've been choosing your whole life. Stop dating like a 19-year-old. Yeah. That's the biggest, that's the unfortunate truth that people don't want to hear, but it's the truth. Women's like, intuition ain't all what is cracked up. Hell no, it ain't. Because it, if that was the case, like, it'd be a lot of women that end up, eventually, like, they'll settle down with, like, a good man. But the 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 people that they have dated or the men in their past be trash. Very trash. Yeah. I, I think that what happens is, is and, and this is what women need to stop doing. Women Women finally settle for a good man. And yeah. what I mean by settle for a good man is the fact that you've dated like a bad diet your whole life. You ain't you ain't dated nothing but hot Cheetos, burgers and tacos your whole life. But then you meet a man that is brown rice and ground turkey and broccoli. And you like, mm, I don't really like the taste of it. I don't, it. There's nothing wrong with brown rice and turkey, but you have never built the palate for it. Mm-hmm. See, you've had a consistent diet of bullshit. Now you have to get used to how it feels to have healthy in your life. And a lot of women have to adapt to healthy because they've chosen bullshit. Yeah. Or they're just, they're like attracted to 
attracted to toxicity. They're attracted to toxicity, but it's a little deeper than that. Mm-hmm. It's just, if, for example, like I mentioned, the food. People say, I, I don't really like healthy food. It, this, it's, it doesn't have any flavor. That's not true. The fact of it is that your palate has, you've gotten acclimated to eating a bad diet. Mm-hmm. But people that eat clean most of the time, they've built the palate for it, and it's also giving them health benefits. Yeah. And you get benefits from the right people in your life. And when whenever you mature, there's a certain amount of responsibility that you have to have as well. Like like I mentioned. And I'm gu- all the shit that I'm talking about, I've been guilty of it myself. So I'm not speaking from this elitist like I do this and you don't. Like I think that we all need work. But I think for anyone listening to this and you date like that, you need to hold yourself accountable. Stop, stop, stop looking at that man's car and choosing to date him whether his car uh, whether he drives a 2022 or not. Stop acting like the motherfucker that you date got to make $200,000 a year. Hello, ladies. You know that most people in the world or most men are not rich, right? You realize that most people in the world don't got it like that. So it's even becoming more unrealistic for you to think that a man's got to pay all your bills. Or, I mean, are you even qualified as a person to be that picky? True. You know? Like, do you deserve a man that makes $200,000 a year? Or do you right. deserve a woman that makes $200,000 a year? Right. The, the thing about it, though, when it comes to men, we really don't give a fuck about your money at all, mm-hmm. especially if we're making money ourselves. Mm-hmm. That's not really a metric for us at all because mm-hmm. as men innately or kind of through societal norms, we've been um, conditioned that if you don't got your stuff together and we're with you, then we will take care of you. Mm-hmm. That is how it's set up. But women, you flip that shit around, they do not want to take care of a grown man. At all, women do not like broke men. They don't like it. They just think, don't. Yeah, I wonder. I wonder if guys ever get tired of that though. Like the what the um the super wealthy guys that are just like kind of taking care of a, a woman. Like mm-hmm. do do they ever get tired of that? I don't think they care. I don't think I don't think they care. It's not, so, and they don't really consider it taking care of a woman because they got enough money to fit that into their budget. Not not, not necessarily from a financial standpoint, but I'm talking about like how the, their relationship dynamic is set up. So, mm. say you this rapper or whatever, and you know you you studio every day, you on tour and stuff like that, um, and then you have this this woman in your life that does nothing. You know, mm. and you know, the main thing she probably wants to do is like spend time with you and build this family and stuff like yeah. that. So there's always like this nagging, you know, aspect to your relationship. Yeah. Like, when are you coming home? Um, so I, I just wonder if they just get exhausted. Like, I'll tell you what, though, this is what I thought about. And this is kind of related to what you're saying. I think that it's not really a good thing for a man to just literally 100% take care of a woman. I think times have changed, and I think it's important that, you know, you can handle the bulk of things for sure. But I think that you need a woman that also is self-sufficient. And the reason why is even though I am taking on the brunt of bills and things of that nature, I need a woman that can take care of me if my shit falls flat. What the fuck are you going to do for me if I'm paying for all your shit and you don't got nothing? If you ain't got no job or some form of income and I'm paying for all your shit and then my shit falls flat, now we all fucked. And you're looking at me saying, Eddie, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Well, I wouldn't have that problem if your motherfucking ass had a job. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. And or just some hustle, man. Just some hustle. Like, yeah. you, it, times done change, bro. This ain't, this ain't 1925. You need two incomes now. You need two incomes because most people... Most people don't got enough money for a $500 emergency, you know? And and it's like people like, well, you know, uh, the, the expectations people have, even in relationships, if it's financially, don't match with reality. Mm-hmm. Reality is, is that dude may be paying all them bills, but if y'all have an emergency outside of all the shit he's paying for, y'all going to have deal. Oh, it's a done deal. <clears throat> but that's the thing, too. Like, the you know, we're talking about dating, but... Not everybody is where they're going to be, True. and I think that that part of um, I think part of that dating aspect or like you know kind of uh, healthy dating would be like to see someone's potential. You know, if True. you see somebody that is currently they may be uh, working at Jack in the Box, but you see that they're trying to go to school or they you know they want to get their masters or something like that. Like I think it's important to to kind of factor that stuff into to. to um, 
to the dating aspect too, because you know, current, current. I mean, we're all in a certain point in our life, and I think everybody wants to do better for themselves. But um, we don't oftentimes come into the relationship where we're going to be at. True, mm-hmm. that's also true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, uh, ultimately, in regards to that, man, we just got to be a little smarter and do a little bit better, um, because. It's it's on us, man. I think the older you get, the less excuses you have to choose the people you choose. And you're making a conscious effort to make bad decisions when you're in your 30s, especially when you are having the same. You're funneling the same women in and then you got the nerve to say women ain't shit. No, motherfucker. It's not that women ain't shit. That's all you can attract. Yeah, that's facts. And that's the same thing for women. That's all you can attract is the same raggedy men that you've been bringing around because I feel like literally your position in life it only attracts so many people mm-hmm. and your lack of maturity is in allowing you to involve yourself with the same exact people. So the next time you do this, make sure you look and stop in that moment and say, yo, am I doing this shit again? That's the crazy part. Cause like, I think about like, you know, women you've dealt with or women that I've dealt with. Um, it doesn't even matter how attractive they are. They won't even see the light of day. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like literally and figuratively. Like you won't, you're not going to, you're not going to meet my mom or my grandma. True. And no matter how good you look, if you don't, like you don't got a good head on your shoulders. A hundred percent. And 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 I think one thing that people don't look at, and we'll move on here. I think one thing people don't look at too is like the amount of the, the things that a person, the amount of maturity people have in relationships. Because mm-hmm. I think nowadays the lack of maturity for men and women really are bad like the things that women be doing and thinking that is normal it's not normal for you to always be provocative on social media and have a bunch of strangers and people say like here you go again talking about women let me explain if you had nothing but friends and family on social media let's say you're a woman let's say you're really attractive you got the whole instagram body going on but you have nothing but your family and friends on social media you would not post those pictures Mm -hmm. you wouldn't post them but due to the fact that you have a bunch of strangers that give you validation, you post that shit and you in a whole relationship. And now you got a bunch of people in your inbox. How is that conducive to your relationship? Mm-hmm. It's not. Mm-hmm. Imagine if I'm the guy, right? The, on the on the flip side of that, if I'm the man and I got a girl or a fiance and then every other picture I'm standing with my shirt off with some gray sweatpants on counting money. <laughs> spelling out dick. Spelling out dick print. <laughs> Is that conducive to my relationship? Not at all. But this is the normal, the normal behaviors we're starting to see. Mm-hmm. I think that when it comes to like our grandparents and shit, they had way more respect for each other. You know, when it came down to the things they did. But even even if it's not a thirst trap, even there are some there are some pictures that are like some people that even post pictures for that attention still. Mm, you know what I mean? It's, it's that's a fact. People like. You know, maybe they they get a like a photo shoot from a local photographer or something like mm-hmm. that, and it's whatever they're posting is not necessarily like conducive to like whatever their brand is or growing a business. That's a great like point that. too. And they they may uh, post it, but they also may be looking to see who's liking it. Mm. Like, oh, it's a girl that I used to talk to three years yeah. ago. Yeah, liking it or yep. yeah, that's true. There's some people that they will post a picture that's not like sexual, but it's it's um it's it's anti whatever they're trying to promote. Mm-hmm. Like if you're trying to, if you're a school teacher and you're talking about something in school, but then you also put your butt in the picture, what does that have to do with the kids? <laughs> yeah. I've seen girls that literally. Spell ass. Yeah. A-S-S. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> and then she turned her butt towards the screen. Good job, kids. <laughs> yeah. They'd be like, spell thick. T H I C C thick. <laughs> that's how people spell thick now. Apparently, yeah, it's funny. Yeah, it's man. Yeah. All right. Well, let's move. Switching gears. Um, Cardi B wins a lawsuit. Um, recently, let me go ahead and read the article. Uh, but recently, a YouTuber was running her mouth about Cardi B, and Cardi B made her pay for it. Literally. All right. Um. Cardi B wins defamation lawsuit against YouTuber Tasha K. Um, Grammy Award winning rapper Cardi B won a lawsuit Monday against YouTuber Tasha K for defamation, invasion of privacy and intentional infliction of emotional distress. 
and was awarded a seven-figure sum in damages. Cardi B, whose real name is Belkalis Marlinis Almanzar, God damn, I see why you switched it to Cardi B, um, was targeted by Latasha Transrena KB. God damn, that's a terrible name. Um, (laughs) Who goes by the name Tasha K In a malicious campaign to damage and destroy her reputation among fans According to a 2019 lawsuit filed in the U.S. District Court, Northern District, Georgia Uh, Kibi published multiple false and defamation statements Um, uh, Plaintiff was a prostitute Uh, That plaintiff was user of cocaine That plaintiff had, had and still has herpes The lawsuit read uh, which was filed against Tasha K in Kibi Studios by making and publishing the statements and campaign of harassing videos, including the def- def- defamatory videos. Defendants were intending to cause, hold on, intending to cause plaintiff emotional distress. The lawsuit uh, stated that also claimed Cardi B suffered severe humiliations and mental anguish. A jury of Monday awarded Cardi B 1.5 million in punitive damages. One million for general damages such as pain and suffering or repu- reputational injury, and one one million three hundred thirty-eight thousand dollars in litigation expenses. Court papers show she was also awarded two hundred fifty thousand in medical expenses, but both parties agreed to reduce that to two hundred fifty thousand or to twenty-five thousand. Cardi B thanked the jury in a statement and said, these past couple of years have been difficult for me and constantly reliving it is very hard for me. I'm going to tell you something about Cardi B. Cardi B wasn't hurt. She wasn't mad. Cardi B was laughing at her ass. And it's be- and the reason why Cardi B was laughing at her is because she said, you know what? I am affected by this and you and you using your little platform on YouTube to make me look bad and people are starting to believe it. Okay, I actually got the money to sue you. Mm-hmm. See, this is the problem with people on YouTube. If you have your platform and you don't got the money, you need to watch your fucking mouth. Mm-hmm. When me and Keith say things on this podcast about somebody, what it is is we don't say definite things. We don't say, oh, Travis Scott, he does cocaine. That's a definite statement. Like, we know he does it or something. Mm-hmm. We would never say that. I would say, like, damn, that nigga look like he do drugs or something, whatever the case. Mm-hmm. Or we would preface the statement. There's certain lang- legal language that you have to use when you're talking. But when you make definite statements, that could get you sued. But what happens first is they have to, by law, they have to give you warning. And the warning is a cease and desist. The cease and desist is telling you, look, homie. You saying inaccurate things, and if you keep it up, I'm taking you to court. Mm-hmm. When you get that from somebody, like imagine if Charlemagne sent me and Keith to cease and desist for some reason. <laughs> I'd be like, yo, me and Keith, yo, I would tell Keith, like, yo, we ain't never talking about Charlemagne again. I'd be like, man, we on. We gotta keep going. <laughs> <laughs> we we better we better hope that that fame get us get us a couple million dollars. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, you, you gotta not only just because not only Based on her being a celebrity, well, you know, uh, should you be careful about what you say? But truth be told, in real life, you should not be talking like this about people, mm-hmm. especially when it's based on rumors. Even if it's based in fact, just shut the fuck up because mm-hmm. telling somebody else's business helps you none. Mm-hmm. There are too many platforms based on rumors that are getting a buzz, and all they're doing is just talking shit about people, man. That mm-hmm. shit need to stop. Yeah, I think it, I think this is really. Um, great for like entertainment um because there's a lot of people especially like youtubers and 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 certain blogs and stuff like that they have been for years going around and um making false claims about certain people um getting online and just saying anything and i think oftentimes celebrities obviously it gets to them but oftentimes you don't really hear what goes on behind the scenes or you, or you don't hear that there has been cease and assist sent out to certain people. So, you know, either they just stop abruptly or they just keep going. And, you know, every time they hop online, they're, they're running these stories and they're the dangerous part for these uh, YouTubers and, and blogs and stuff is that they're doing these things only to get views and likes on, on their content. And I think that the beautiful thing about this situation is going to put it into a lot of that because they know, I don't know the girl's Tasha K's. I don't know what her, excuse me. I don't know what her net worth is, but I would imagine that, um, you know, $2 million or 225, uh, I don't know how much 
was it to like all together maybe close to like three million dollars or something like that well oh yeah it's over yeah yeah so see if you just in general like youtubers do make good money but i like that i don't know yeah unless you like a jake Jake paul Paul. one of those guys like you know i I couldn't imagine it being cheap to to spend three million dollars so um i think it's a it's a it's a it's a beautiful thing and i think it's a a warning to um, content creators out there like one don't just be saying anything to anything about any celebrity and then two like you know if you are making these claims do your due diligence because you know it's uh it's easy it's like it's easy to it's low-hanging fruit to come out with these bro i ain't trying to hold you but nigga i just checked the score on the Bengals chief game Mm -hmm. Bengals up 24 to 21 with a minute 30 left. Ooh. <laughs> watch this live in the air. Turn that shit on. <laughs> God damn. I don't know who has the ball. It's fourth and goal at Cincinnati 5. Oh, but I think, damn it. I think they got the ball. If the Chiefs got the ball, they're going to win it's this game. game. Over. It's yeah. game over, man. It's game oh, over. I can't even. My thing is not coming up. Oh, come on, Keith. 24 to. Uh, ooh. 24-21. What's going on? We might have to do a live. Uh, we might have to do the first live feed. Put the phone out a little bit. Yeah. They got the ball. Yeah. All right, guys. For all those listening right now, I think you'll be experiencing this with. Uh, you won't be experiencing with this because this shit ain't live. <laughs> but right now, there is a minute. Oh my goodness! And it's twenty. But twenty-one, two, three. Yeah, they could tie the game. Oh, oh they're oh. right there. They're about to, they about to yeah, score. She's about to score. G. Joe they got Burrow a minute left. Ball back though. What's it? Fourth down though, ain't it? Or oh, no, it's first down. Second goal. Second and goal. Oh shit! They ran it. I'm about to throw it. Mahomes. Oh I'm about shit! To get sacked. Oh, he got Mahomes. You know Mahomes is like, oh man, oh they got me again, man. <laughs> <laughs> the Patrick Mahomes discount on the shoes. And the Patrick Mahomes discount, man. <laughs> it really sounds like Patrick Mahomes is doing like reverse. Um, what do you call that? Reverse puberty. <laughs> My goodness, I still, I still think he's gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna get that ball in there. He's gonna he get it, it in down. there. They gonna kick a field goal if it, if, if it, it don't. Yeah, work. yeah, yeah. But damn, I want the Bengals to win so bad. I'm tired of the Chiefs, man. All right, here we are. It is now third and what? Third and third, third and goal. goal. Yeah, third and goal. I don't know how many of the oh, people listening to this podcast give a fuck about football. Yeah, we might want to wrap it up right here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You want to go ahead and wrap it up, man? Yeah. All right, man. Well, we Niners s- coming on, too. We yeah, Niners coming on at 3.30, man. So mm-hmm. we appreciate you guys for tuning in to the podcast, man. Yes, um, sir. So- sorry we had to cut it short. Yeah. Um, we, got a good, we got an hour in. Yeah, we got a solid hour in. Mm-hmm. So I hope this, this will suffice until next week. Um, but until then, if you made it to end of this podcast, we appreciate you. Thank you for listening to a Trucker's Mind podcast. I'm Eddie McGee. It's your boy K Things. We're out of here. Peace.